generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. So John chapter 4, here's what it says from verse... You have made me... <laughs> all right, from verse 25, right? 25 all the way to verse 34. I'll just read alone for time's sake, but please kindly follow through, follow with me. 25 says, The woman said to him, that's the woman by the wall, said to Jesus, I know that Messiah is coming, who is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. In other words, stop postponing your salvation, your redemption. Stop looking for one gengen. And everybody has this idea about the Messiah. He's got to be like super extraordinarily robotic or astronautic or something meteoric, right? He's got to be out of the world, blazing all guns, blazing. I am the Messiah. God doesn't have cold. Right? People just make you sound like God has some kind of nasal congestion. Mm. Oh, yeah. What's the guy in Infinity Wars? What's the guy's name? Thanos. You know, we have Lanos here. But God is not Thanos. Right? So, because she's expecting something spectacular. Can I propose to you that God wants to use your ordinariness as part of the salvation equation? It says that he uses the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. He uses the weak things to confound those who are strong. And he says, let the weak say, I am strong. I'm not strong because of my physical makeup, my physiological construct. I'm strong because I carry the spirit of God. And the spirit of God is the spirit of might, isn't it? So he said, we know this is going to happen. And at this point, guess what happened? Jesus said, I am the Messiah. And at this point, verse 27, the disciples came and the marvel that he talked with a woman. Yet no one said, what do you seek? Or why are you talking with her? The woman then left her water pots, went her way into the city and said to the men, come, see a man who told me all things I ever did. Could this be the Christ? Then they went out of the city and came to him. In the meantime, his disciples urged him saying, Rabbi, eat. And he said to them, I have food to eat of which you do not know. Verse 33, therefore the disciples said one to another, has anyone brought him anything to eat? Jesus said to them, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Do you not say they are still four months and then comes the harvest? Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look at the fields. Why? They are already white with harvest and he who reaps receives wages look at somebody say they are wages for evangelism they are rewards they are returns he says but beyond the wages he gathers fruit for eternal life and both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together. That both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together. For in this the saying is true. One sows and another reaps. I send it to reap that for which you have not labored. Others have labored and you have entered into their labors. Look at somebody say we're going to reap some fruit today. When you want to reap something like reap a crop. Do you need a tool or not? 
Do you need something with which to rip? You might need a sickle, depending on what it is, or you might need stones and sticks and things like that. You want to pluck fruit, what we call fruit from the tree. So what we're going to be doing today is that we're going to be engaging our spiritual weapons in the place of prayer to bring in the harvest of souls. The word says that nobody can take the treasures of a, of a strong man except you first of all bind the strong man. And binding is an action in the realm of the spirit. It says whatever you bind on earth will bound in heaven. Whatever you lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Right? It's an activity in the spirit. So we're going to be binding some demon spirits. We're going to be arresting some ideological spirits. We're going to be breaking pride, humanism, relativism, intellectualism, uh, materialism. Give me some more isms. Religionism, sexism. We're going to be breaking all of that in the spirit. Is anybody getting excited about this? These are the things that we must do to take territory. When Paul teaches about uh, strongholds, he says that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, they're not earthly, they're not material, natural. He says, but they are what? Mighty through God for examination. You know, you go to some people's house and you see a sword on the wall in the glass case. Have you seen that before? You see some guns on a rack, right? You seen, have you seen that before? In movies, right? <laughs> Or you see this thing, it looks like a door. Then the open is a cache of weapons. You've seen that before. Somebody's table can be turned into an ammo tank. <laughs> it's all those bad guys. All those guys that have like 16 passports. <laughs> They've changed, changed this guy to Belarus. There, he has 16 passports on that one train. <laughs> this is where they don't die. They've shot the guy. The guy's bleeding. Blood is gushing everywhere. The guy drags himself. Enters a train from London to Tokyo. On the water channel, find 16 watts of dollars. Look at someone and say, act or no, they die. You will not be a casualty of spiritual warfare. Right? So you have all those weapons, but they are not for decoration. Right? So the truth is a belt in the spirit. keeps you guarded. The shield of faith is a weapon. So when you're not walking by faith, you've dropped your shield. Isn't that so? The helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit. We're going to pick those things up in the spirit and we'll deal decisively. Is somebody ready to pray? Let's stand at this time. Sorry, I don't have time to take the questions, but we'll take them at some other point. Let's stand at this time and just begin to bless the name of the Lord. Thank God. Thank God for the word of salvation. Thank God for the power of salvation. Thank God for the clarity we have in the spirit. Thank God. Thank God. Let's open our mouths and really just glorify God. Thank him. The word says that the word of salvation came unto you. It says we do not cease to make mention of you in our prayers. After we heard of your faith and your love for all the saints. Let's begin to glorify God. For the word of salvation that has produced fruit in us. He says that your fame has gone into all the earth. He was speaking about all the churches. Let's proclaim in the name of Jesus Christ. We are grateful and thankful. You are the God who has preserved, who has helped. Thank him for the salvation of your own soul. If you will, go back to the point where you made the decision. I feel the glory of God. Go back to that church. Maybe it was the church with the plastic chair or the wooden chair or the bench. It was under a mango tree or at a school crusade or a campus mission or somewhere at the amphitheater in your school or somewhere on the bus but somebody preached to you go back to that point and let the joy of gratitude well up from within you and say God I thank you thank you that I'm not doomed or damned the word says that he that believes the son shall not be condemned it says he that does not believe the son is already condemned father 
I thank you because I have eternal life according to John chapter 5 and I have passed from death to life. Thank you Holy Spirit. As many as believe and as many as receive them, he giveth the power to become the sons of God. I thank you because I have the power according to John chapter 1 verse 12 and I am the son of God. I thank you O Lord because I'm not born of the will of man or of corruptible seed. According to 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 23, I have been redeemed not of the will of man but of the will of God. Come on somebody open your mouth and make your appreciation loud glorify God for salvation oh what a joy oh what a thrill oh what an opportunity to have our names written in the book of life to have our names engraved in the palm of his hands what a joy oh God we glorify you you are worthy to be praised you are exalted amongst the nations you are exalted above the nations you are exalted above all the kings of the earth you are the captain of our salvation thank you for the sacrifice on the cross thank you for the death of Jesus Christ thank you for the elevation we have in the spirit thank you thank you thank you we are grateful we are grateful for every evangelist that you planted in our way every pastor you planted in our way every intercessor you brought our way every disciple maker everyone who guided us in the secrets of prayer in the truths of generosity everybody who led the way oh in the area of Bible study if you know many of them call them by name and begin to thank God. I will thank God for Ohiole Ayane. Thank God uh, for Mufe Grange. I thank you God. I thank you Lord. I thank you for the people who were at the foundation of my growth. I thank you for the Sunday school teachers whose names I've even forgotten in some cases. I thank you O Lord for their, their availability. I thank you O Lord for their purity. I thank you O Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you Father. Somebody take another one to two minutes and just thank God for salvation. For my parents thank you for raising them to give me a solid foundation in the word and in the prayer thank you Jesus let's begin to thank God for this series the mission is not impossible and nose diving cascading into rescue mission let's thank him for reminding us of what really matters let's thank him for stirring up the fires of soul winning let's thank him for stirring up the burden and the desire for the lost oh let's thank god thank you for quickening in us the affection thank you for sensitizing us thank you for stirring us up yes again thank you thank you for the urge thank you for the urgency thank you lord thank you lord for stirring us up in the spirit we are grateful for the stirring we are thankful for the stirring we are thankful for the stirring yes God for making you uncomfortable in complacency thank him for making you uncomfortable in normalcy thank him for making you uncomfortable in casual Christianity 
can you take one more minute to just thank God for this series thank God for every revelation you have received thank God for every reminder that you have received thank you for every revelation that has weighed heavily upon your heart thank him for a new sense of responsibility thank him for a new surge of strength thank him thank him thank him thank him thank him we don't have so much time to build up the fervency so let's heat it let's hit the ground running let's thank him those wonderful mysteries that have been unveiled the love for the unsaved that has been stirred up in Jesus name we have prayed I want to quickly look at two portions of scripture while you're standing media if you can quickly give us Romans chapter 9 Romans chapter 9 want to ask the Lord to give us a heavy and a strong burden for souls you know because if you operate without a burden it's going to be mechanical or you might run on the automatic energy of a teaching series every teaching series comes with its own energy and momentum but you don't want to run with external battery packs that's like having a power bank you want to have a dynamo on the inside of you that keeps stirring that keeps generating so for some of you God might need to give you a vision of hell some people you might need a vision of hell even as we pray for some of you it's just going to be a heavy weight but one of the ways you know you have a burden is that it's not going to be a casual thing it's not just I determine to I decide to I think I should alright so Romans chapter 9 from verse 1 I wanted to just read and follow this from verse 1 I tell the truth in Christ I'm not lying my conscience also bearing witness bearing me witness in the Holy Spirit that I have great look in your Bible if you have it because that's a tool right it says that I have great who's speaking who's speaking Paul give it louder who's speaking that I have great heaviness and continual sorrow where for I could wish that I myself were accursed from Christ for my brethren who has a simpler translation simpler translation says I wish I, if it was possible let me myself be cut off from Christ banished banished from Christ he says for the sake of my, my brethren why my kinsmen according to the flesh who are they? Israelites they're supposed to know God they're supposed to have an understanding a deep-seated relationship is that according to the flesh one Israelites whom pertain at the adoption that is by order God brought it first to the Jews Romans 1 17 says I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it is the power of God and salvation first unto the Jews and unto the Gentiles he's not talking about God prefers the Jews but he's saying in position and the Jews had the first right of refusal and many of them refused them it says pertain the adoption and the glory and the covenant and the giving of the law and the service of God and the promises yes of whom are the fathers and from whom according to the flesh Christ came who is over all and over all the eternally blessed God right verse 6 says why not as though the word of God are taking on effect for they are not all Israel 
which are of Israel neither because they are the seed of Abraham are they all children what it's saying is that the fact that you are a Jewish person does not mean you're automatically saved the fact that you're close to salvation or you have the trappings of salvation or a history of God coming to you it doesn't mean you're saved that's what it's saying here but Paul is saying that this thing gives me what kind of heaviness what kind of heaviness that's a burden when you're carrying something for long does it feel heavy or not do you know if you're holding this phone just this phone as light as it is for a long time it'll start weighing you down we want to cry to God because many of us don't have that heaviness yet we have knowledge we have remorse we're going to cry father give me a burden for what burdens your heart let me be a partaker of the burden of the Lord let me be a partaker of the burden of the Lord it's okay for you to kneel to fall on your face to turn to a wall but father give me a burden this kind of burden that Paul this is the reason Paul was going up and down you don't go up and down just because somebody said go and preach it must be a burden it must be a weight it must be something on the inside of you it must be a cry it must be a longing it must be a passion father give me a burden hey Lord, give me a burden that I will no longer see souls as things that are worthy of being played with, toyed with, played around with. But I will see human beings beyond their flesh, beyond their carnality, beyond their humanity, beyond their time on earth. And I will see the burden, Marco Shiakata. Father, give us as a people a heavy burden. Give us as a people a strong call. Father, give us as a people, even in this moment, place your burden upon our hearts father give us the burden for the lost the burden for the lost the burden for the unsaved who will not be casual who will not go complacent who will not think indifferent who will not have apathy stir up our hearts stir up the passion stir up the burden stir up the passion stir up the burden somebody cry out John Knox said, give me Scotland or I die. John Knox said, give me Scotland or I die. And later, Mary the Queen of Scots said, I fear the prayers of John Knox more than all the armies of Scotland. God, give us a burden for our generation. God, give us a burden for our nation. God, give us a burden for the unsaved. Lord, give us a burden for those who are lost for those who are missing the mark for those who are taking their lives for those who are losing their minds for those who are sleeping around for those who are smoking away their lungs father give us a burden father give us a burden father give us a burden father let it be strong 
Repetosi Jembatase Lopritakosia Indagasole Embratose Vujekelemanda Ebruzotoria Dabate Luprozuzezia Teke Lemba Shokrutapalia Izazazazagatalaka Oreketola Bradonia Dara Eviza Gando Procuzelia Dara Father give us a burden your heart break my heart let the things that move you move me let the things that you are concerned about become the burden of my heart the longing of my soul the desire of my essence the aspiration of my inner man let there be a burden across this land we refuse oh lord Reposia Katasha, Lembrusopolia, Burden. Oh, yes. Father, give us a burden. Father, give us a burden. Yes, Supratecoli and the British. Reketekenegadem, Lembrusopolia Tabasha, Ratakata, Rapakata, Rasakata, Lembrusopolia, Ecuveshi Brigatale, Embrasocoria Taka, Eplezu Protopolia, Edekeracatu Zegeleba, Embrusopolia Tabaragadaga, Ashikriatoko Zilagadaga, Embratakataha, Lambazeco Daria Tahata, Ratakata Yakata Yakata, or Robotop. Oh, the Bible says that for this purpose, oh, the Son of God was made manifest to destroy the works of the devil. Father, give us that burden to know that it's already dawn and to carry on the message with conviction, to carry it on with diligence, to carry it on with passion, to carry it on. Let my desire for souls be more than my desire for a car. Let my desires for souls be more than my desire to be married. Let my desire for souls be beyond my desire to buy a house, to preach on platforms, to travel the world. Let my desire for souls give me compassion for the loss. Give me desire for the lost Eketaratoshia or Brutopolia Sina that when I walk down the road I 
will feel the same heaviness that Paul was feeling. This is not the spirit of heaviness. This is a burden of the Lord. It's the burden of the Lord. It's the burden of the Lord. It's the burden of the Lord. Why should people keep on suffering in spiritual slavery when the Bible says it's already done, when Jesus already died, when salvation is already paid for? Why should people be losing their minds? Why should innocent babies be killed? Why should lives all be ending prematurely? Why should there be the threat of hell and the flames of hell standing in front of people? Oh, yeah, when Jesus said it's finished, Lord, give us a burden. In Jesus' name we have prayed. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Romans chapter 10. So the chapter 9, it speaks about the, the grief, the weight that he feels. But it doesn't stop there in chapter 10. There's something he says, chapter 10 from verse 1. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. Now, if salvation would happen automatically, why would Paul pray? Prayer is an important aspect of the redemptive plan. In other words, the redemptive plan is not consummated, does not culminate in the fruit of souls until somebody takes on the responsibility of prayer. So I want us to all pray as we pray that we will pray for the soul, for souls. Father, it will be a part of my weekly engagement that I will offer at least once, twice a, a week. I'm going to offer my voice into the heavens for prayer, praying for souls. Not just thinking about them, not just being weighed down by the burden and the responsibility, but Father, I will pray for souls. Let's do that in two minutes. Lord, I will pray. I will pray for souls. 
the revivalists of old they spent time on their knees time on their faces time in the bush the ayobabalolas of this world who are the forebears of breaking open the spiritual climate for Nigeria the missionaries before him Pa'eltin all those men that would go into bushes and on mountaintops and pray now we must pray as well Father we will be a praying house we will pray for the lost we will intercede we will yearn Lord I will pray Lord I will yearn Father my heart will desire and long Oh yes, God. We will pray for the lost. We will pray for the lost. We will intercede for the lost. We will intercede for the lost. We will yearn for the lost. We will cry for the lost. We will pray. We will fight in the spirit. Nifemi pray. Mayawa pray. Father, we will pray. We will raise our voices. Something in us will be stirred up. Something in us will burn. A fire in us will burn. Hey, ah, hey, Jude said, "Some are snatching out of the fire. Oh, are snatching out of the fire. Snatch them out of the fire. Snatch them with your prayer. Snatch them with your prayer. Snatch them with your prayer." My heart's desire and prayer to God for Nigeria is that they may be saved. My heart desire and prayers to God for my family members is that they may be saved. My heart desire and prayer for my colleagues at work is that they may be saved. My heart desire, my heart desire, my heart cry, my yearning is for them to be saved. Jesus name we have prayed Paul understood he said for I bear them record that they have a zeal for God but not according to knowledge for they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness does that sound like people you meet when you go to pray they say but I don't I don't smoke but I don't sleep with people that's your own righteousness they're ignoring the righteousness of God one quickly pray in the name of Jesus pray especially for those who have zeal father this week as I go as I go you will engage you will cause my words to be a divine engagement of faith to break idolatry in the hearts of people that's self-righteousness every 
expression of righteousness that is not rooted in the blood of Jesus is self-worship. It's idolatry. We're going to take advantage of the power of God. When I say advantage, leverage. Work with the power of God and proclaim that everyone who's defiant, who's functioning with zeal without knowledge, let the hammer of the word break their hearts. Break their self-will. Break their passion. Break their self uh, determination until they come to the saving knowledge of Christ let's pray in the name of Jesus Christ every hard-heartedness every strong will that is not rooted in the Word of God specific want to deal with humanism intellectualism materialism there are many other isms relativisms you know your truth my truth that's relativism right we're gonna pray in the name of Jesus Christ concerning our generation first of all that you are free you proclaim that you are free from all the isms that are not God ordained and number two you begin to proclaim concerning your space your territory where you work where you live where you move that the power of those isms are, is broken in the name of Jesus Christ take authority your life is not ruled by self your life is not ruled by your intellect your life is not ruled by material acquisition your life is not ruled by anything that is physical in this realm and in this world 
Gallagher. Oh yes, we don't have so much time left, but somebody can raise that voice and you can still deal. Masheketoza, repakatakata lebrodopolia, uprezuzesikatabaya. Yes, mashurekende baga, vridopolia zombrogotolia, embaza gatuze getize getelia vazaya, betureke tuzebeli barakata. You cannot free people from what you are entangled by yourself. So proclaim, I am not tied down, bogged down, limited by the spirits of this age. I am not entrapped or intertwined. Paul says that no soldier entangles himself with the affairs of this world. I refuse to be entangled by the isms of my generation. I refuse to be bothered, burdened, worried, broken by the things that weigh me down. Le and the things that weigh others down. We tear down the altars. We tear down the demonic influences. We tear down the demonic powers. We break down and bring under subjection every authority, every chain, every yoke, every burden of flesh, of carnality, of evil thoughts. And we break the prisoners out of the prisons. We destroy and decimate. We break in pieces. We shatter asunder. We render null and voice, void, we incapacitate. Oh yes, now bind the strong man. Bind the strong man. Bind the strong man. Everything that holds the hearts of men down in sin, in lust, in perversion, in iniquity, in frustration, in witchcraft, in manipulation. We break in pieces. We shatter asunder. We destroy by the power of God. As we go forth to preach. We go in authority. We go in dynamism. Keep praying. Cry, John. Don't be silent. Tear it down. Tear it down. Tear it down. One of the major spirits you must tear down is deception. Deception. The demons of deception work with every other demon. They work with the spirits of theft. They work with the spirits of lust. They walk with the spirits of manipulation. They walk with the spirits of witchcraft. Deception is the cardinal demon entity that fast tracks and accelerates demonic activity. Lies, lies. John 8, 44 calls the devil the, a liar and the father of all lies. Zoziza kapatuzi ripatoshi pratazigo protokotoli ripakozi lakataika reto pasu brege pula palia. Somebody tear it down. Now tear the veil. Tear the veil. Paul said there is a veil upon their hearts. The veil for the Israelites was the law, the Ten Commandments. But in the 21st century, there is the veil of status, the veil of social life, 
the veil of pride there is the veil of self-importance there is the veil tear it down tear it down we rend the veil we tear into smithereens can you now pray for a fresh release of the Holy Spirit fresh power the Bible says the Spirit of God will come upon you you shall receive power and then you will be my witnesses that power will make you bold and confident pray Lord let your Holy Spirit overshadow my shyness let your Holy Spirit overshadow my shyness let your Holy Spirit overshadow my preference let your Holy Spirit overshadow Mesokatabaya. Look for somebody and hold one person and pray for that person, Father. Boldness for my brother, boldness for my sister, boldness, boldness, boldness. As he speaks, as she speaks, they will not be intimidated by the crowd, by the assignment, by the responsibility, by the work. Boldness, boldness, boldness. In the name of Jesus. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. He dwells in you. He fills you up. You are filled with the power of God. You're filled with the spirit of truth. In the name of Jesus. Boldness. Boldness. Boldness, fresh anointing to preach, fresh anointing to declare the word, fresh anointing, fresh anointing, fresh anointing, fresh anointing. Bozekedolius, Brutabolius, Brutabolish, Brutaboli, Brutabosis, Brutabolius, Superabos, Berutabele Brutish, Bratekesila Cotoberegadula, fresh anointing, fresh anointing. Receive fire, 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 
Receive fire. Receive fire. Receive fire. and wonders follow us we will see the dead raised we will see blind eyes open we will see blind eyes open we will see dumb ears dumb lit mouths open we will see the deaf bozi and nakosha brotobolia superbodos brotobolus we won't keep the fire within it burns Spread it, spread it, spread it, spread it. Polobodobius, Brudabolius, Brudabolium, Brecatosis, fire, fire, the name of Jesus, Brudabosius, Brecatole, Brecatole, Brecatosh, Brudabotia, Cavatus, Vesubeleboda.
Jesus. One last prayer point before we go. This week, I've learned more that we really can't do anything without the Holy Spirit. If you think you are very intelligent, then you've already missed it. If you think you are very eloquent, then you've already missed it. If you think I've been in church for so long, I know how to do transition prayers. I know how to speak in tongues. And I know when to change the tongues. You've already missed it. If you feel, if they call me for, um, if Pastor Dami just gives me the mic now and says preach, I know what to preach. If you think that doing all of those things, you can do it because you can, then you've already missed it. Likewise, even with this ministering to souls, if you feel, I know the ABCs of soul winning, even this nugget, as practical as it is for Pastor Dami, that Pastor Dami has broken it down to us very easy. If you feel you can just la cram la pour, and you've already missed it. So I want us to ask for the Holy Spirit afresh. In the simple things, like even praying for the souls, what to pray. Ask for a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit. That God, wherever I've been too intelligent for myself, I humble myself before you. Wherever I've been too, I've been in church for 20 years. I humble myself before you. Wherever I've been, God, I, I, I've been praying for so long, I know what to say. I humble myself before you. Wherever you've been like, God, the days of Saturdays back-to-back -back evangelism, I know how this thing works. Father, I humble myself before you. I ask for a fresh feeling of the Holy Spirit. Let our voices not go down. We are almost done. Sweet Holy Spirit, afresh, we need you. Let us see through your eyes. Let us hear through your ears. Let us make decisions independent of our own will. In the mighty name of Jesus, let us go where you want us to go. Let us do what you want us to do. In the mighty name of Jesus, let us be where you want us to be. In the mighty name of Jesus. Our Father and our God, we thank you for choosing us for such an important mandate. We do not take it lightly, oh God. I know that some of us here might still not understand the gravity of it. But Father, as we walk the streets, as we get on the bus, as we get into our cars, as we sleep tonight, Father, begin to stir up the sediment of the word in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Begin to stir up our faith. Begin to stir up our passions. Begin to stir up our compassion. Begin to stir up our curiosity. Begin to stir up the zeal and the love in the mighty name of Jesus. Let this message not leave any of us the same in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask for a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit. We now know that the Holy Spirit is not just for speaking in tongues. The Holy Spirit is not just for the gifts of the, of the Spirit. But Father, even for this daily walk with you, we need the Holy Spirit. If Jesus himself says, I do not do anything of my own, Father, help us to understand that we cannot do this on our own. We depend on you. As you teach, we will teach. As you say, we will say. We will not start crafting testimonies. We will not start crafting high-sounding intelligence. But whatever you tell us to do, as Mary said unto the servants of Jesus, whatever he tells you to do, just do it. Father, let that be our heart cry. You have said we should win souls. Let us just win souls. Help us, O oh God. We decree and declare that we will not be rebellious. 
we will not be disobedient. We will not delay. We will not dilly-dally in the name of Jesus. We will not just be filled with passion in church and then when we go out, it is doused. But Father, we are continually filled and fired up in the name of Jesus. We will not go into this week and have a terrible day at work and think that the souls can wait until we come out of it in the name of Jesus. We will not go through emotional turmoils this week and, and say to Jesus, when I'm healed and when I'm whole, I cannot preach with a broken heart. But Father, you will heal us. We will receive the healing by faith and we will go out into the world in the name of Jesus. We will not go into this week and suddenly one sickness will try to cut us short. We decree that we are whole and we are well in the name of Jesus. We decree, oh God, that we're not going to this week and we have an emergency and we have to spend so much money and we become down and devastated that we forget about the souls. Whatever obstruction, whatever hindrance that the enemy is sending ahead of us today and right now, I uproot it in the name of Jesus. Whatever disdain, disappointment, devastation, disappointment that the enemy is trying to plant in our future so that we are already discouraged, I discourage it in the name of Jesus. Whatever oppression that the devil is sending already into our future, I oppress it today in the name of Jesus. Whatever way the enemy is trying to uproot our faith, I uproot it in the name of Jesus. And I decree and declare that this mandate that God has given to us, we will fulfill it, not by power and not by might, but by your spirit. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Can we celebrate Jesus? celebrate Jesus can we celebrate Jesus hallelujah generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings to join this growing community of kings visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566 one more thing someone you know needs this Kindly share this how.